I told you. What did I tell you? Didn't I tell you? Cause I told you. That is so fetch. Gretchen, stop trying to make fetch happen. It's not going to happen. Sweet setup. What do you make here? Don't worry about it. Oh, cool, 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 cool. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Well, Dick, here's the deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence, and nobody can hang with my stuff. Take it home with you. Okay. Welcome back to Sauce & Goss. Here we are, back in isolation. No more studio for us, because we have to stay away from each other. I'm Ryan. And here we are, just ripping it up, you know, uh, me and Fiona, just trying to live our lives uh, as well as we possibly can. Already technical issues with Fiona's microphone. She's just complete. She broke everything. It just stopped working. Like, it just shut off and then came back on. So it let's hope off. that that doesn't happen again. Yeah, hey, everyone. <laughs> There she is, actually, because no one heard you say your name right off the top, and that's no? so cool. And oh. and we're gonna we're gonna keep it in anyway because that's hey guys, how we. Hey Fiona, sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> you should you should be sorry, but we yeah. don't care because we're we're just fucking we're isolated. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That'll be the theme of this episode, won't it? Um, Let's let's get it rocking here. I mean, there's so much to talk about. I don't know what the last few days have been like for you. Me, I mean, I've pretty much um, I've pretty much devolved into heavy day drinking, and I'm doing that now. It's <laughs> <sighs> so good. Um, no, I have not resorted to that yet um, because I need a, a clear mind when I'm um, staring at my computer screen all day long trying to to work from home um but then you know 5 five thirty hit rolls around and then and then i crack open a twisted tea just to you know relax into the evening and then that's about it <laughs> i don't know watch a movie and go to bed spill that tea that that's sounds so boring ritual. i'm really yep. I, and i don't and i don't mean for this to sound mean but i'm really fired up that i'm not isolated with you because that sounds so boring well i mean Yes, it is. <laughs> I, don't know. I have a twisted tea, and then I watch a movie and go to bed by 8.30. That's you, dude. You sound like a 75-year-old woman. I have a bit of tea, and then it's bed. Right after Survivor. <laughs> no, okay, no, I. that's not true. I, I don't go to bed till like, 10.30, 11 o'clock, so. Whoa. Yep. Party animal. Oh I know. That's okay, enough time. well, today's like my Fridays. Tomorrow's like my Saturday, so, That's so I'll true. get it going. I'll get it going. Yeah, tonight you're going to fire up the engines and send it to the moon. Yeah, might mix it up with a, a Mike's Hard Lemonade or something. We'll see. I don't know. I don't know. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Speaking of mixing it up and spilling tea, which we love to do here, Boy, the celebrities are angry at each other, man. Like, what's going on? Yeah, let's let's start with um a slightly corona themed, so we can get that out of the way. That uh, yeah. Imagine um song sung by all of those uh, random celebs like Gal Gadot. I don't know how to say her name. Is Gal that right? Gadot. Yes. Gadot. Okay, Wonder Woman. Um, newsflash, guys, <laughs> that doesn't help anyone. 
<laughs> what are you doing? It's- so, yeah, there's all of those celebrities getting like, yeah, like like just chirping them for like making that video and like, true, it's why so did you guys bad. make that? <laughs> so bad, man. Like, I saw it a few days ago, and um, I actually saw Dalia tweet about it, and he was making fun of it. And I just watched his latest podcast episode. And he was making fun of it a lot on there. It was so funny. Like I went out of my way to not actually listen to it because I don't have the I have all day. I have all the time in the world, but I do not have time to watch that. <laughs> I I watched it simply just because like so many people were ripping on it. And for good reason. It's so dumb, man. Like I just I can't believe how up their own assholes these people are. <laughs> it's like Oh, yeah. Imagine, you know, like, first of all, don't don't sing John Lennon songs, man. That's not for you. And if he could see what these rich celebrities were doing with his song, he'd be pissed. I'm sure he's rolling around in his grave. All those people are fucking assholes, man. What are you what are you talking about? You're all rich. Like this shit doesn't affect you at all there's been so many like celebrities like singers and like bands and stuff doing like live concerts on like instagram and facebook like for free for like people to do like have some entertainment that's great yeah like they're actually like kind of doing something to like like i don't know not make a difference like doesn't like whatever but that's something that they're trying to do that like shows that they're not in it for the money they're giving their concert for free online like that's great yeah other celebrities have been making donations (laughs) what the how is Gal Gadot thinking that this Imagine video is going to do? <laughs> like, I, yeah, I don't know, dude. Like, the, the, the song itself is very inspirational and nice. Like, John Lennon sure. is a genius. It's a very well-known song. I don't know what all of these celebrities thought that they were doing or who they were helping because – like what's funny about like a good chunk of it is a lot of it is either of them in like their multi-million dollar homes singing it or they're in like their really nice cars like who are you inspiring like what imagine what that we had all your money like like every view would have been like a dog she's gone what happened to you what happened just Fiona was in the middle of a piping hot take and all her audio just exploded and went straight to outer space. Oh, is it back? Is it back? Do, do we have you earth to Fiona? Oh, Houston. We have a real problem here. I don't understand why it just cuts out for no reason. You're back. We made it a solid 10 minutes, though. So now we've got another 10 minutes before it happens again. <laughs> Continue with your piping hot tea spilling. Um, I think I was saying that every view, like if they wanted to make it like worth something, make that like a dollar that they send to charity because they have the money. They're flaunting it in their videos <laughs> with their yeah, cars and yeah. mansions. Like, like do something with the video. Don't just sing a song and then think, oh, like I'm helping. Like you're not and you're just embarrassing yourself. Most of them couldn't sing too, which like sucked. It, it was just like, uh, oh my God. Yeah, that was so bad. I don't know what they're thinking. I did see somebody too, like on Twitter, made like a funny edit. Um, 
I don't, I don't know, like, if you've seen it or anybody else familiar, but, like, one of Chris D'Elia's specials on Netflix, there's a bit where he's talking about talking, getting directions from this really animated Cuban guy. And the guy, uh, the guy in it, D'Elia keeps saying, imagine, imagine we are here. And somebody, like, cut that video and put, like, the first couple celebrities, like Gal Gadot and them singing. And then he he drops in delia drops in going imagine it was so goddamn funny i laughed way harder at that because that video pissed me off mm-hmm. but good for gal Gadot. she's got a really nice house obviously and her friends have really nice houses and fuck those people man you didn't help anybody but yourself and your ego fuck you guys anyway uh let's move on um mm-hmm. More celeb drama. Everyone knows yes. that that whole thing that happened in like, what was it, 2016 with Taylor Swift and Kanye West and Kim Kardashian, where Taylor Swift like won her Grammy for like best album or something, and and uh, Kanye West jumps up on stage and goes, "I'ma let you finish, but <laughs> Beyonce had the best album or whatever," and like. Taylor Swift just standing on stage awkwardly holding her award while Kanye like does his little speech into the microphone when she's supposed to be giving her acceptance speech. And that was the birth of Taylor Swift being called a snake because um, there was a, a video um, that um, I, I, I think it stemmed from Kanye West calling um, Taylor Swift to talk about um, his uh, song with like to get permission or something for the lyrics. Um, I think Taylor owes me sex. I made that bitch famous like that, whatever something like that um and like it was edited i guess but then no one knew that until the full video just got leaked this week and then everyone's like oh my god taylor swift was telling the truth the whole time so everyone's um (laughs) mad at kanye west and kim kardashian for lying all those years ago um and and they're the snakes taylor swift is not a snake because she never lied so that's basically that whole story condensed (laughs) that that was a really good summation uh, of of this bullshit. Um, I'll I'll be honest. I don't like any of them um, on a personal level. Like I don't know, man. I I swing back and forth with T Swift. Like one day I see her and she's doing something. I'm like, yeah, you kill it, girl. And then and then the next day she's doing something and she's whining about another guy that didn't like her. Because she's obviously too much to handle for people. And I'm like, ah, oh, shut up, Taylor. Like, eat another cake or something. Like, I, I wonder how much Hagen does she legitimately eats. Like, just, like, sad crying into, like, some Oreo fudge or something. Well, I don't think but, she actually gets sad because think of all of the money she makes from every heartbreak. <laughs> I mean... Yeah, but then, I mean, think about all the money she's not making off some of those earlier songs because they're owned by Scooter Braun. But, (laughs) but just another guy that, that screwed up her life, you know? Blame everybody. However, I will say that of the three of them, I like T Swift the best. I liked Kanye's early music. I don't like basically anything he did past 808s and Heartbreak. All of his, I, I like, think, crazy Christian rap stuff going around? Well, now he's doing, like, yeah, this whole, like, weird... He thinks he's, like, a preacher now or something. Mm-hmm. He he's, he's fucking crazy. The Kardashians have done what they do to everybody involved with that family, and they made him insane. And now he thinks he's, like, a man of God or some shit. Um, 
Yeah, I don't like any of them. I'll say this, though. Like, obviously now, like, the the video or whatever else has come out of, like, what what they recorded on the phone. And obviously that wasn't what made it into that Kanye song. And I love... Uh, one thing that pissed me off was, like, how Kim was like, uh, oh, you guys, I, I didn't edit the video. I just, like, took clips of what... I wanted to show you. And I was like, just so you know, though, that's fucking editing. That's what she did. I, like, she's like, I didn't. What I does didn't she think the it. term editing means? <laughs> like, oh, how does dude. that not fall under the, that umbrella? The only thing that Kim understands in terms of editing is what those team of, I'm assuming, 200 doctors have done to her body. That's the only editing that makes sense to her. And I guess the photo editing, so she can um, keep posting things on Instagram. Yeah, so she can, like, dump milk on her ass. Yeah, she's she's a loser, dude. Yeah, like, she she's in... She just, like, is in a laboratory at night, and, and they're like... I, this is what I imagine. This is the dumb shit that's running through my isolated brain right now is like, I just picture like a team of, of like maybe the deciders. And if you've been listening to this podcast throughout the first few episodes here, you know who the deciders are, dude. Scientists and lab coats. I just picture the lab coat guys and they're all standing around and she is in like a big, like machine thing. And they're, and they're like, Oh, thought the left thigh is looking a little sagged today, and then like a bunch of guys run over like like a NASCAR pit crew, and they fucking go, and they like pump, <laughs> they pump shit into her thigh, and then and then like another guy on the other side is like, uh, oh, the the right the right quadrant of of ass cheek two is dipping, and they're like. That's what I imagine is happening at at the Kardashian household because, like, for her to think that that's not editing, like, how do you not understand that term? Like, do you not, like, use Movie Maker? What do you think that they do on your dumb show? Like, they do exactly what you just said. They show the clips that they want, and I just don't understand how she actually thinks that that wasn't editing, selectively grabbing a clip and removing it from the greater clip that's an edit much like what those like nascar pit crew guys in her basement do to her ass every night to keep it that ungodly like um i don't know dude it just looks like it sometimes it just looks like someone dropped a pear or something and like one side of it just like eh. i don't know um can you hear me through this new microphone I totally can. Yeah, you, you're quieter than before. You're trying the okay. headset out now, eh? Yeah, well, um, hopefully it'll stop disconnecting. We're on to plan B for microphone, folks, so bear no, with me. You're, you're in there, and, and you know what, dude? I really appreciate that you went to plan B. You saw something wasn't working out. You're essentially like Kim Kardashian with her thighs. You were like, this, isn't working, for, <laughs> this isn't working for me. I need some, I need some, like... I don't know, dude. I just picture them pumping like urethane in there or something. Like what they make skateboard wheels out of and it just holds. 
in like a hundred years when she's dead and they're like exhuming her body, she's gonna be like a hundred percent the same because plastic doesn't disintegrate. So she'll just she'll just be. <laughs> That's really why she's doing it. Or like like her skin and tendons will be gone, but it'll just be like Gross. this plastic shell, yeah. a perfectly preserved shell think, with like a <laughs> oh, a big ass. Were back then, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, when the when like the. When the when the rat people underground take over, that's what they're gonna find in Kim Kardashian's basement. She sucks, dude. Yeah. So I guess the moral of that story is we're a team Taylor all the way. And um I'll be a Swifty for life. That's the that's the T. She I'll I'll say this. I'll say this in favor of Taylor Swift. I obviously because I I don't like country music. I really She's not country didn't, anymore. I know. I didn't really vibe with obviously her early works that are all owned by Scooter Braun. But I'll say this for and you know what, I don't really like anything since, but nineteen eighty nine might be one of the greatest pop records ever made. And it's such a good album. And I'll tell you exactly why it's the best and only good one, in my not humble opinion. Because a majority of the songs weren't whining about ex-boyfriends. There were subtle hints in there. Obviously, we all know that Style was written about Harry Styles, because he is a rip-roaring dude. But I'd have written a song if he broke up with me, too. But... Most of the songs aren't blatantly, like, dumb shit. Like, remember that one time she wrote that song about John Mayer? And it was called Dear John? Oh, fuck you, you know? Like, <laughs> I saw it and I was like, oh, come on, dude. Like, you're, you suck. But I'll give that to her. That album rips. I own the double vinyl special edition of it. I, I think that highly of the record. So I'll say that for T-Swizzle. All right. Well, I appreciate your opinions there. Um, well, we can move on now. I think we have some. Uh, no, you submitted... don't. <laughs> that was so passive aggressive. You clearly love her. You're like, oh, I appreciate your opinions. Well, Moving like, on. Well, like teach their own. Like, I don't care if you don't like her, but I mean, I'll jam to any of her songs. Like, <laughs> no. And and again, we have such a respect for each other that like, I, I know for a fact you wouldn't like 90% of what I listen to. And, and I just let that float away. Exactly. I mean, it's it's important that you liking a certain type of music is not something that I'm going to make you feel bad about. And I expect the same in return. And that goes for everyone. If you're the type of person who says you are bad because you don't like this band, it's like, excuse me, that's that's just your opinion. And you shouldn't try to make someone feel bad about that. So that's that's that to you. Let's 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 kick it back to, I believe, Epi three. Expect that respect, man. Hashtag expect the respect. Expect the respect. That's Mm -hmm. what this show's all about. Expecting things. (laughs) All right. Yeah. But so we've had some fans submit some questions they wanted to talk about. Yeah. Which Uh, is fun. That's great. Yeah. Because I definitely have some uh, good stories that I can uh, vibe off this. Is the, the first one how to deal with bad roommates and bad neighbors? Yeah, so that so that's an interesting one. I I've never had um a bad roommate. I only I only lived with someone like 
during school once and I lived with my best friend Rob and we had a rip roaring time and uh that was for a year when we were both at Fanshawe and he was a rip roaring roommate it was the shit um so roommates roommates I don't have an opinion on I've had some bad neighbors dude and it just like I think that the 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 first thing you do is just try and kill them with kindness and then after a couple of weeks when that doesn't work, you have to start amping your game up further than what they're doing. Well, have you ever heard of the show Fear Thy Neighbor? I've heard of it. I've not seen okay. it. I've, I've because, seen the movie Bad because Neighbors. They're, yeah, that's it's very different because Fear Thy Neighbor <laughs> is just all true stories. And, um, and you said kill them with kindness, but the moral of of all of the shows and fear the neighbor is just to kill them. <laughs> oh, right. That's the show where like, it's all yeah. stories about people That's... who killed their neighbor. Yeah. Or like have some big beef with their neighbor. Usually they, it either ends with someone is dead or someone's in jail or both. So, um, so try not to let it escalate to that level. If you're thinking that you're either going to get murdered or you're thinking about murder, you should probably just move. I guess is how I would deal with those bad neighbors. Just so away from the situation i i've i have one i have one good neighbor story and i've told you this before back in the days when i lived in hometown blank i'm just gonna leave that blank for you i grew up there my whole life and we lived in the same house the whole time it was just awesome and uh, when I was growing up, we had a dog. She was the shit. Her name was Ginger. She was a purebred Chinese chow. Biggest furball ever. And she was just the shit. We had neighbors who were pieces of shit. And they had 7,000 kids. And they were weird, hippie, Christian losers. They were such douchebags. And, um, like, man, my dad was, like, so particular about our lawn. My dad was – my friends used to – call my dad Hank Hill from King of the Hill. He was exactly like that. And he was so particular about the lawn. He just loved, he just loved being a dad. You know what I mean? Rocked a dad beer gut, loved nothing more than barbecuing and having a beer and having a perfectly manicured lawn. Our neighbors who are piece of shits, like never took care of their lawn. It was just a disaster over there with their 8 billion kids. And so they had these shitty planters in the front of their house that obviously had nothing in them but weeds. And we used to hook our dog up to her leash outside in front of our house, uh, like on this post. And it was well, she was well out of reach of their yard and these planters, right? Like she couldn't reach them. One day we're out there and our shitty neighbor is sitting in front of the house reading a book. Like she's sitting there you know, just doing nothing. She's just absorbing air that she doesn't deserve. And so my dad's like, we got to go to home hardware and get something. I'm like, let's do it. We go in the truck. We leave. We're gone for like five minutes. We come back and our dog is like hanging off of the post that we tie her up to. We discover that our neighbor's shitty husband wrapped our dog's chain all the way around her head numerous times and pinned her to the post. And she was like dangling there, like hardly could hardly breathe. We're like, obviously we're both like, what the fuck? So I get out and I start unraveling the dog 
My dad says to our neighbor, what's the deal with this? And she says, my husband, I almost said his name. My husband fucking tied your dog up because it was getting in our planters. Allegedly, she saw paw prints in the planters. Now, there's, like I said at the start of the story, there's no fucking way the dog was in that goddamn planter. I, for for the first and only time in my life, I actually thought that I was going to witness a murder live because my dad went around the side of their house. And for anybody listening to this who knew my dad, who was a gem, this, this encapsulates his personality when he was rip-roaring mad. He walks around the side of these people's house, boots their door in, and drags this guy out of his kitchen. This dude is in his kitchen preparing food for his 600 billion kids. And my dad stormed in there, kicked their door down, and dragged this guy out onto his driveway. And I thought he was going to murder him. I run over and I'm like grabbing my dad like, oh shit, I've saved the dog's life. Cops come. And my dad knew the two cops like really well who showed up and they didn't even do anything. They were just like, listen, man. And our neighbor was so mad. She was like, he was going to kill my husband. And I was like, yeah, he probably was. But they were so, they were so rattled that the cops weren't going to do anything because they were basically like, listen, we could actually charge you for trespassing and uh, intentionally endangering an animal that doesn't belong to you. So you kind of started it. And basically they were so mad and nothing ended up happening, but our neighbors were so mad and hated us for the rest of time, which is awesome. Cause we hated them too. They were a piece of shits. I remember another time our dog killed this shitty cat that they adopted because we had a hot tub in our backyard. And one day we just noticed the cat is chilling on the hot tub lid, like scratching it and shit. And I'm like, Hey guys, Keep your shitty cat out of our backyard or my dog's going to kill it for sure. And they're like, oh, it's fine, man. She's a cat. And I'm like, yeah, so keep her the fuck inside. You know, Muffin would never do that, dude. Muffin the unit cat, she would never do that shit. Well, like two weeks later, the cat's on the hot tub lid again. I don't see her there. I let the dog out like I do every day. I, I come back upstairs like half an hour later. The cat is in pieces all over our backyard. Uh, okay, well, did you need to go into detail? She Oh, I didn't go into detail. Just There were you pieces. You just said pieces. That's disgusting. Yeah. Hey, man, my dog didn't fuck around, man. She, she knew what was up. That was her domain. I get a knock on the door, like an aggressive knock. I already know what's up. And it's our neighbor, and she's being an idiot. And she's like, your dog killed our cat. And I was just like, your cat was on my fucking hot tub lid. What the fuck do you want? They were the shittiest piece of shits ever. I hate them. I hate them to this day. And there's very few people I actually legitimately hate. I fucking hate those people. And if I ever saw them again, I would scream at them and their 400 billion kids and tell them to fuck off. That's what I would do, dude. There's, there's how you deal with neighbors. You kick their front door in, and you drag them outside. That's what you do. <laughs> wasn't that a lot to absorb that was a good story yeah, wasn't like, it I, yeah like your first story there get, got me equally as riled up as it did the first time but I'm very upset that you continued on to the cat dying story um, but the, okay, <laughs> listen the, that cat dying 
was the nicest thing anybody has done for it because they were taking terrible care of it. Well, you guys should have like scooped it up and then brought it to the pound. But I didn't see her out there when I let okay. the dog out. We're this just going to move on fault. because it's going to make me upset to talk about it more. <laughs> but, so you have, um, you have bad neighbor stories? Or I don't roommates? Have bad, um, I got a lot of... <laughs> I got a lot to say. Um, first, first of all, it's kind of funny. Growing up, we had these neighbors. Um, it was like my brother's best friend lived right next door, and my dad worked with the guy, but um, they they weren't the best neighbors. I guess, like, the neighbor would always, like, snow blow his driveway snow, like, onto our driveway or whatever, like, out of his way, oh. try to, like, annoy us like that. Um, nope. That's what it seemed like. So, appar- like, my parents didn't really do anything, but um, I think they called, they pronounced their last name wrong, which... <laughs> Which I think started as an accident and then continued when they were corrected just to piss them off. But I only found out last year that I've been pronouncing their name wrong forever. <laughs> I love that. That's spectacular. So that's, a, that's a fun little petty way to deal with someone. Um, I have a good neighbor story. I just want to give a shout out to my neighbor from uh, from when I went to school at Fanshawe. I was just out there shoveling the snow one day, like this house of like five college girls, like don't really know what we're doing, but I got to shovel. The- and then like, the neighbor comes over with a snow plow and ju- just, or snow blower and just like does the driveway for me. It was so, so nice. I loved that family. That's um, killer. There you go. I know. I had some good neighbors. But That's what I'm talking could- about. You kill them with kindness. That's what you do, yeah. dude. Well, except he wasn't trying to, kill us with anything we are good neighbors we are the best neighbors it's okay so it's an expression and that's what you do man set the tone just set the tone i like that yeah he's the best um but i got some fun roommate stories um i'm gonna (laughs) gonna omit names of course but where do i start okay so so the first year we we all got a house me and my um four friends or five of us um we all knew each other um so it was fine that year but then the next year my friend needed to um sublet her room because she got a job so she needed to move out and then we found someone that we thought we'd get along with after we met her once and um we were we all got along for like two weeks and then she just kind of flipped her switch and then (laughs) up came the stories let's say um let's, let's go to halloween um <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna tell this in um in sparing detail. We don't need to get into all the nooks and crannies here. But this this girl um... <laughs> But I love nooks and crannies, Fiona. Come on. Oh gosh, I don't even know what I'm allowed to say about it because it's so crazy. But let's just start off with um her This and is her our boyfriend. show. You you can her say and whatever her boyfriend you want. dressed up um as a pimp and a hooker. For Halloween, that was their costume. We were hosting right. the party, um, so that's already fun. And um, but what we didn't know at the time was <laughs> she was pregnant. Oh no! Oh no! But Did she, she know? She knew she wasn't going to keep it. Oh my and god! That's still so shitty. Tell us. She didn't tell. Like so, none of us knew. And um. The, she found out when she went to her appointment to um, handle it that she also had chlamydia. <laughs> yes. Oh my god, that's such a karmic smackdown. I love it when karma bitch slaps people. It's my favorite thing ever. So it's just it was just a crazy a crazy time of our lives that that was. Um, 
And she willingly told you guys that she had chlamydia? Oh, wow. Too much sharing. Yeah, no, there were no secrets. Um, So that was interesting because (laughs) we didn't know what to say about that. Because obviously we would not have let (laughs) her continue to drink had we known prior to Halloween. (laughs) That's a you know what though too like that's a good point like to to the chlamydia thing right because like what do you realistically say to somebody let alone somebody who's not even your friend who just like openly approaches you and says hey like how did she tell you was she just like hey guys so i found out i've well, got well I, I think she told my one roommate and then she told me because the three of us like um we were closer I guess with her like we would hang out with her all the time and stuff so like she had no problem telling us stuff um but I'm not gonna gonna lie I'm glad that she had the upstairs bedroom and I didn't share her bathroom (laughs) Uh, that's so gross dude oh my god I know well that's a roommate story that I just think uh, how do I deal with a bad roommate like it was just you just kind of have to laugh about it and um, try not to think about it too much unless you're trying to t- share <laughs> share stories. I don't know. <laughs> but we appreciate we appreciate that young lady for for living her life that way so that years later we could spill the tea on it. Yeah. Like I no judgments here. Like live your life the way you want, but I mean if if you got a good story, people got to talk about it. Also judgment though. Uh, you said well, no judgment. So also judgment because like if you're if you're letting your life slip away so much so to the point that you contract chlamydia. And she had a like a judgment. long-term boyfriend at the time. So I don't know. That's gross. How. So she was a million percent involved with multiple people. That or maybe he was and he gave it to her. I really don't know the details about that specifically. Um, There's also a time where she um, came home one day and she goes to me and my roommate. She's like, I'm going to adopt a pet. I think I want a bunny. And we're like, "Uh, like, we're not allowed pets here. But like, sure, whatever. Like, just like think about it first. Um, Because how do we upright say, no, you can't. And then the next day she comes home with a rabbit and all of this, all of the supplies, and we're like, um, you're not allowed that here. Uh, but as long as you take care of it and keep it in your room and make sure it doesn't like smell up the house, like fine. Um, <laughs> but guess what? She definitely let it smell up the house. Which, by the way, everyone listening who thinks that rabbits smell no matter what, they don't if you take care of them. If you clean their like litter and like clean out their cage and make sure that they're like happy, healthy, like they're not gonna smell. Like my sister had a rabbit, it was fine. Um, so, so she's at work one day and, um, so I go upstairs to close her door because she left the door open and let the smell waft through the house. But then I, I realized that like, it's a hot, like summer day. Like we had air conditioning, but like, didn't really get her room that cold. I guess I don't know why it's kind of broken or something. Um, and so it was really hot. The bunny had no bedding, no water and no food. So naturally I clean out the cage a little bit I put in bedding I put in food and water <laughs> and I 
put and I and I give her my fan so at least the bu- the bunny could be like a little bit cooler. And then um, I close the door and then I'm like, okay, well, like that's all I can do. But if it gets like that again, I'm gonna call SPCA. And then she has she comes home and she yells at me for giving her rabbit water. She said that she gave it water before she went to work. And I said, okay, if that's true, good. But it didn't have any more, so I gave it some more. It's not like <laughs> it just needs one drink a day. It's hot. It's thirsty. It's allowed to have a nibble of water, like with those little like tubes. A that, yeah, like that. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I love that you made <laughs> so, the sound. Yeah. So I was just like, <laughs> I couldn't believe that she thought that I did anything wrong. Um, but it turned out to be okay because she um, um, gave the bunny to like this family, so she didn't keep it after that. So thank God. Otherwise, I've had SBCA in my house. What a raging, what a raging piece of shit. I mean, like you significantly improved Peter Rabbit's life that day. And I mean, Easter is around the corner, so maybe you'll get some special karmic Easter treats for for doing <laughs> that. Good, oh, I, good for you. Of that, um, if you're listening and you're thinking about giving your kid a rabbit for for Easter, don't do that. Because um, yeah, maybe don't. <laughs> Your kids aren't going to take care of it, so if you're not ready to take care of it, don't adopt it because there's nothing worse than adopting a pet and then giving it right back to the shelter because you didn't realize that it was going to be work. Um, yeah. Piece of trash. We so. we touched on that extensively on, I think, yeah. Epi, too. Uh, I'll, yeah, I'll mention it every time, every time I can. Cause... No, legit. It, it's it, Just be responsible with your pet adopting uh, and shit. Uh, don't be a piece of shit to animals because if you are, you're a fucking loser. Um uh, just be a piece of shit to your asshole neighbor instead and be cool to all the animals. How about that? Um, except spiders because uh, spiders suck and uh, are awful and do nothing for the world. So, well, they eat um, like mosquitoes and other bad animals. Oh, like but, uh, but also, but, but also, also, no. But also, okay, go but ahead. But also, no. <laughs> um, I remember, uh, so speaking of rabbits, I had a pet rabbit when I was a little boy. And it wasn't like mine. It was the family's rabbit, right? And we got it before we got our rip roar and sweet dog. And so we had this rabbit. My mom really wanted one. And so we got this rabbit and we had a cool like enclosure for her in our house. Like we treated this rabbit like a fucking rock star, dude. Her name was Duchess. Absorb that for a second, dude. You can tell that my mom named that one. And she named our dog, too, because she wanted to name Ginger after Ginger from Gilligan's Island. How about that? So we just let mom have that. Your anyway, mom is precious and needs to be taken care of at all costs. My mom rips, dude. She's an angel. Anyway, we get this rabbit. We're fired up. I'm like eight or nine years old, and we get the dog like maybe a year later. The the rabbit's ripping. The dog gets along with the rabbit. Like she she would like leave her alone and not try and eat her. She like understood that the rabbit was doing her own thing. And in the summertime, we had like a tree house, like a homemade tree house that wasn't actually in a tree. It was just a shed on stilts. And uh, but it was still sweet. And we had like a sandbox underneath in the underneath part. And so in the summertime, we would put chicken wire around the sandbox and the rabbit would live out there because she liked being outside. So, you know, the dog would be out there hanging out with her and whatever. And there was all this chicken wire, right? Well, 
in the same house that those piece of shit neighbors that I had that tried to kill our dog lived before they moved in, there was this nice family. They were really cool people and they moved in and they only lived there for like a year, but they had this big greyhound, like those big slender muscular dogs. It was a cool dog. Anyway, I'm like nine years old. So I'm after school. If my parents are working, I'm obviously going to a babysitter's who lived around the corner from me. So I'm chilling at school and I'm telling all the kids at my babysitters that I have this rip roaring rabbit. And I'm like, let's, I'll show you guys the rabbit. So my mom gets home and I take all the kids from my babysitters around the corner to my house to see this rabbit. In the time prior to my mom getting home, our neighbor's dog somehow jumped over our fence like we had like a pretty high fence between our two uh properties i don't think i want to hear the end of the story the dog cleared the fence sees our rabbit realizes oh there's chicken wire everywhere how on earth am i gonna get it the dog i bullshit you not dug a tunnel underneath the this dog was on a murder mission dude he digs a tunnel underneath our treehouse gets our rabbit and brings it over to the other side i come walking through our garage into our backyard feeling like a champ i'm like yo all these girls are gonna see my rabbit and think i'm so (laughs) cool right we go walking back there my mom is already back there we all turn and look and see the dog walking around with my rabbit hanging out of its mouth. And I cried like a bitch in front of all the kids I got babysat with and all the girls from school that I brought there to see my rabbit. I bawled incessantly and my mom's like i'm so sorry and she was crushed dude my mom was so upset but she was holding it in real good because she's not a bitch like me and our neighbor, God bless them, like came over and were like, we are so sorry. Like, we'll, we'll buy you a new rabbit. Like, oh, and like my parents were like, it's all right. Like, I mean, to be like my dad said, and my mom got so mad, but my dad who would always joke about everything. Like that's where I picked that off of my dad just goes, to be fair, he worked really hard. (laughs) (laughs) My mom was so mad that my dad said that. But he was like, like our neighbors were like in tears. Like, I wish they had just lived there the whole time and not given it to those shitty people that were raising a small village next door. But man, they I, I'll never forget that moment as long as I fucking live. The, just that dog walking with my rabbit just in its mouth. I was like, I was devastated by it. But, you know, rabbits are fun unless they get eaten by the next door neighbor's greyhound. So, wow. how about that? Um, how many more animal murder stories um, do I need to prepare myself I don't, for? I don't have any more. I don't have any more. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> I can't handle it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, okay. I, I, could, I could go on forever with uh, roommate stories, but I don't think that I will. I could save them for another time. I could, I could go, I don't know. Or we can go on to the next uh, um, fan-submitted question. What are you? <laughs> what are you feeling? 
Let's do it. You, I'll let you take the wheel. Take the wheel. <laughs> okay, Carrie Underwood. <laughs> oh, and, and so what? That makes you Jesus? I yeah, don't know. Right. You're the one that said it. Uh... <laughs> Bullshit. If either of us are Jesus, it's fucking me, dude. I walk on water all the time. All right. Well, I mean, I drink wine sometimes, so. Well, how about that? You didn't make it, though, did you? Oh, I could. I just need to step on some grapes. That's, that's the process, right? Okay, sure. <laughs> that's definitely how you do it. Let me know how that works out for you. Okay. What's next? Um, someone wants to know our take on issues with in-laws um, or like just your spouse's side of the family. Oh, like, it, like in regards to them being shitty or something? I guess so. Um, obviously, neither of us are are married so technically we're not with we don't have in-laws but i i, I mean i have opinions about this i mean i'm married to myself right I, like i so do you have issues I, with your own family i've made a lifelong commitment to me <laughs> the type of person i am um i yeah obviously never having had actual lawful in-laws i i don't really i i've i've dated people that had pretty shitty parents I'll, I'll say that you know who you are and um yeah I, like i don't know it's just one of those things that you just have to deal with right mm -hmm. like you, like I, I i think it's just a necessary sacrifice you have to make now of course what you can do like you said with your neighbor thing is give them little digs here and there that you know get under their skin uh with passive aggressive comments which i literally am the jesus of I love being passive aggressive. It's probably my favorite hobby in the entire world. Um, other than doing this show, because fuck, this show rips, man. God, we rip. Anyway, my 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 future in-laws, I hope, as I watch my girlfriend literally across the table from me mangle chicken wings. I'm, I, I'm so fired up to one day probably marry this girl. My future in-laws, hopefully, rip. They're unreal. Sill and, Sil and Big Jim? Straight up. You had to take that in a morose direction, didn't you? I'm just being a positive guy over here. All right. Anyway, yeah. Uh, what are your opinions on this? Because, I mean, like, I, I think it's just something that you have to, unfortunately, just take yeah. on the chin. See, also, yeah, Travis's family is the best. Literally couldn't dream of having an issue with any one of them. So that's not an issue for me. But I do think that if you are having issues with them... Um, it, it's up to you as the outsider to try to make things right with the family. I think if you are like making your significant other choose between you and the family, then that is bad because you like, obviously there's different circumstances that could change that. But I think that if you're making them choose between you or the family, then you're fighting the wrong battle. You need to do what you can to make things right between you and the family. Yeah, there can't be choosy time, that's for sure. But at the same time, like, I, yeah, I think that just basically blends with what I said. You got you to gotta just, like, show up for Christmas, uh, maybe have a couple shots of whiskey before you walk in the house, and just grin and bear it for three or four hours, and then leave and cross your fingers that Easter's better. Uh, I don't know. Um because, yeah, I mean, if you're married to somebody, shit, I mean, you just, that's just one of those things you, guys, you just got to mm -hmm. take on the chin. 
like obviously if you're married then you probably know their family well enough to like be like okay i think i can deal with this forever and if you can't then you can't so <laughs> yeah exactly um lots of good questions here that we got posed um including let's let's move on let's have some fun with this weirdest flavor of ice cream you've tried now this is probably off the back of me saying that i love ben and jerry's ben and jerry's rips if i had a million flavors is the number one flavor on planet earth and i will not take another answer uh but weirdest ice cream flavor i've ever had is of course dude and we're going to get her on the show here momentarily my girlfriend likes the worst fucking flavors of ice cream that are known to man bubble gum and bubble gum cotton good. candy cotton no, candy is good dude. No, it's no. not. No, okay, listen, listen. There's <laughs> there's this, um, from my old um, childhood house, there used to be a convenience store down the road, and um, for some reason, they sold us, like, a giant gallon of ice cream just because we asked for it, of, of cotton candy ice cream that lasted us, like, the year, and it was the best because <laughs> they could just go down to my basement and have a bowl of cotton candy ice cream whenever I wanted. It was That's sick. so gross, It dude. was the best. They sold us this gallon, like this giant tub of ice cream. Do you know why they sold that to you, dude? Can uh, I ask? No, I don't. I don't care. I don't care. You're gonna say because no one else wanted it or something, but I don't oh, care. Yes, I was. Because... I was gonna say that because <laughs> you, because you, my girlfriend, and the other aliens walking this planet in human skin are the only creatures alive that eat too. that crap. He's so. an alien too, dude. You're lizard people and and you're eating garbage ice cream. How about that? What'd you think That's of that? That's fine. Kate and I are going to hang out and talk about Jonas Brothers and eat um, cotton candy ice cream and you're not invited. Good. I don't want to be invited, dude. I'm going to stay at home, watch Family Guy and gobble up Rocky Road. How about that? <laughs> Kate, are you busy right now? She's waiting for pizza. It's done in two and a half minutes, she says. Live updates right. coming at you here full force <laughs> on Sauce and Goss. Because that's something that we have to talk about. Now, while we wait, uh, and by we, I mean I, for Kate's Pizza, let's talk about the next subject here. And, and I'm sure she'll have a hot take about cotton candy bullshit ice cream. Uh, the next one was fired your way. And, and this is a topic that Kate is very passionate about, and that's why she'll join us momentarily. Why don't you walk us through the question and, and the discussion that we're going to have here? Okay, so I guess the question was basically High School Musical or Camp Rock. Um, and that poses a very interesting discussion. Uh -huh. because, so High School Musical, everyone knows, is a trilogy. Camp Rock only had one and two. Everyone um, knows? Everyone knows that. So out of the uh -huh. gate, I mean, at least High School Musical was... Like, there's more of a series there. There's more to watch, which is fun. Um, but I got it. Okay. It's very difficult because I've been going back and forth all day since you, since I've had to, to, since I realized I had to talk about this. But I would say Camp Rock has my, like, the best songs. But High School Musical is the better movie. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm saying that with a question mark because Camp Rock, I guess, has better, um, um, cheesy values you learn at the end of the movie because it's basically telling you to not change who you are. You're good as you as yourself, and like don't let anyone change you because you you rock. I guess you you camp rock. Uh, <laughs> whereas High School Musical is all like Ugh. oh like 
like I guess it's kind of the same be yourself but like it's done in a, in a more annoying way with more annoying <laughs> cast members but it's still like the movie more I like don't know Vanessa Hudgens like Vanessa Hudgens like she's just some like outsider who comes in and steals Sharpay's show like excuse me but um I would I I <laughs> Yeah, she was an illegal immigrant. She was an illegal immigrant at that school. What do you mean, illegal immigrant? You know what I mean. (laughs) Okay, sure. How about about that? Rude. Some rude shit for me there. Yeah. Okay. So I've seen both. Uh, I'll be honest. I've not seen High School Musical 3. I've never seen the third one, but I had to watch the first two when I used to fucking look after my cousin that one time. You You enjoyed it. Uh, (laughs) it, it, I mean, you know, I might have danced a little, but (laughs) Camp Rock, I don't, I don't get it because, and I'll tell, I'll tell you why. First of all, like Demi Lovato, cool. All right, you know, she's she's cool, I guess. And it looks like she got her life under control, which is obviously a positive thing. But, you know, and like the Jonas Brothers are in it and shit. And it's like, all right, cool. But the very notion of like, I can't stand people who constantly say like, like I get like the whole notion of be yourself and whatever and all that shit. But the whole notion of being like, just stock out of the box, you rip. No, you don't, dude. None of us just rip out of the box. Like, you have to, come on, man, have a bit of self-awareness because you can't expect the respect unless you work on yourself a little bit here. We don't just we don't just come out of the box camp rocking, okay? That's not how life fucking works. Kate's here now. Why don't you come around to the other side so that we you can actually properly join in on the show? And you've got some ice cream there too. And I see that it's mine. Is that not my ice cream? Oh, it's cookie dough. Okay, she didn't steal my had a million flavors. It's cookie dough, which is you an acceptable ice cream. Unpopular opinion. I don't love cookie dough ice cream. You don't like cookie dough ice cream? That is an unpopular opinion. I know. And I, I think that you should camp rock work on yourself after saying such a ridiculous fucking thing. How about that? Well, it just gets so hard. Like, I'd rather just eat, like, cookie dough. Oh, I... I can't believe what I'm hearing here. Okay, look at this. Here we go. Why don't you crowd in here for us? And we've got we've got Kate, who's going to join the show. Welcome. Here, I'm going to give you an earpiece so you can hear Fee. And here we go. How about that? What's going on? Look at Hello. this. <laughs> There's Kate. Now, Kate, like I've mentioned on probably every episode of Sauce and Goss, follow us, like us, subscribe, is... And if you want to sponsor us, email sauceandgoss at gmail.com. Sponsor us. Uh, also, Kate, Kate's my girlfriend. I've mentioned this numerous times. And she is, without question, the biggest Jonas Brothers fan of all time. She loves Camp Rock. And how many? you have how many Jonas Brothers tattoos? 3,000? Three, 3. And you got the something right The year 3,000, that would how be a good that? one. The year 3,000. It's already starting. I knew this was going to happen. You guys were going to well, be friends. Well, you set them up. How am I supposed to not make a, a, a joke? Knock it down. 3, I'm going to reference their song. Absolutely. I've been to the year 3000, and not much has changed, but they do live underwater, dude. And your great, great, 
great granddaughter and, is doing fine. Fuck what's and, ever and, in my teeth. And Get what over you it. have in your teeth is really upsetting to me. Then but don't look at me. I'm fine with that. Okay. I don't well, see anything through the webcam. Um, passive aggressive nonsense from Cookie Dough over here. All right. So the question was, what is superior, High School Musical or Camp Rock? Now Fiona thinks that Camp Rock has better songs, but High School Musical is an overall better movie. What is your opinion? on this so are you looking at original camp rock versus original high school musical or are you looking at camp rock one and two versus high school musical one two three i think we're, I, I, I incorporated the whole series in my, it's an in my encompassing going. fiona has an encompassing because, critique because camp rock two has my different with the rules though because i think that movie was released in theaters what movie high, high school, school musical three. three i'm pretty sure was, was. a movie theater release which did not make it a tv movie so it takes it outside the box in certain categories of disney but i'm pretty sure to this day camp rock 2 still holds the disney record for highest grossing tv movie that they've made and still has the highest uh viewer watch for the like for its release which i didn't get to watch on family channel because we're canadian um I was actually at the Camp Rock 2 tour, and they had two shows in Toronto. The day the movie came out, they played an afternoon concert at whatever Budweiser stage is. Molson Amp. Molson Amp. Yeah, so it was at the Molson Amp. And right after the show, they did a quick meet and greet. And then we waited for them in the parking lot, and they left in their SUVs, and Big Rob had to come out. It was amazing. Who the fuck is Big Rob? <laughs> they're a like, security guard. They're man. Okay. They're boy. He was Big Rob. Okay. Um, and then they went back to their hotel, and they all had a big premiere party there, and the movie premiered on Disney and Family Channel. Uh, but since I was on my way back from the concert, and we waited for them after the show, I listened to it because Disney Radio was playing oh my God. it. Just the audio. So. I made my mom and Jordan from Molson Amphitheater in downtown Toronto all the way back to Kitchener listen to the premiere of Camp Rock 2. That's that, wild. They played it on the radio. That's so weird. That's how far they took it. And so I don't know too much into the high school musical side of things because I don't give a shit about that series too, too much. I've watched it. It wasn't for me. Um, Camp Rock 2, when they were recording... Side. When they were recording the songs for Camp Rock 2, it was under such tight wraps that absolutely nothing could get leaked that when they were doing like the big group songs and stuff, the artists had to record them at different studios in whatever city they were, just their part, and they couldn't hear everyone else's parts that have already been recorded. You just sang your part of the song, that's it, and you're out. So you had no idea what he was even going to sound like until they started releasing info on the movie. Like, that's how under wraps it was. Like, it was super tight to make sure even the actors didn't know what these songs were going to be, so none of them would get out. And they were bomb songs. Oh, yeah. Chart-topping. Camp Rock 2 had my favorite song, I think, with um, the Demi um, Joe duet. Oh, my God, I love it because they sing over each other. Yeah. Oh, my God, it's so good. It's not too much, and it works perfectly. And it has, Wouldn't like, Introducing Me is, all, like, Nick Jonas's song is also very, very I top that. of the list. So that was the fan request song on November yeah. 26th in Toronto. Yeah, definitely. I, yeah. I, 
I agree that that was the right choice by the audience. It was. Now, <laughs> if I could interject, what we asked was, which one's better? We didn't need a Camp fucking Rock. history lesson. Well, now I'm on... giving you backup as to oh, why that's okay. my yeah, point. She, she can explain I'm, her I'm answer. Okay, uh, okay, Your Honor. Do yeah. you have anything else you'd like to offer to this art? So so what is the consensus? Uh, in my biased Camp, Camp opinion, Rock is better. Canada benefited more off of it because it was filmed That's right true. here. It, here. it okay. was filmed in the French River. It was filmed in King City. It was filmed in parts of the GTA. And it was filmed in Rockwood and some areas of Guelph. I think they even went up to Sudbury at one point for the first movie. Sick man, Camp Rock. So that so that that ends it then because I can't not I side with took my you girlfriend. To the French River. Yep, you did this summer, and we went to the provincial park uh, head office there or whatever at the tourist center, and we walked down. And I said, "Hey, this is where Nick's thing introducing me in Camp Rock too. This is where they had a dance routine come down in Camp Rock too." And and it. I thought that that dance routine um, started out really stupid. <laughs> Which <laughs> one? But when um they're challenging. Oh um, God! That when like they came stupid... in doing their little like yeah no yeah, I would like that yeah, it looks stupid. And I didn't like Demi's outfit. I will say some that her dress were, was. Weird. Some of them were a little bit holding on to the styling of Camp Rock one, mm-hmm. which I guess is just Camp Rock. But if you look back at the style in the mid to late 2000s, it was horrendous. And they were pretty accurate with what kids were wearing in the senses that day. Like, it was horrible. Jellies. Yeah. I. Uh, so, so that's good. So is that our consensus then? Camp, Camp Rock, Rock is, is better? better than High School Musical. They, Over- they both had um, similar... Where, where Tess um, started out bad and ended up good in the first movie and then was for some reason uh, like a bitch again in the second movie and then redeems herself at the end. And like Sharpay was the exact same way in High School Musical. She always ended fine and friendly with everyone. And then the next movie starts and then she's the villain again. So both of them need to work on their character development. Yes. But based on last episode, we all now know that Sharpay was actually the hero of High School Musical because Vanessa Hudgens, the cooked out bitch, and uh, thinks that the coronavirus isn't a big deal and just desperately wants to go to Coachella and drop acid and fall asleep on a gritty old couch that she doesn't know where it came from and then wake up and still be a celebrity and act like she's like not... Well, you're not like talking about High School Musical anymore. She also had nudes leaked during high school musical time. Okay, well, you had to bring that up, didn't you? Also, wasn't there, like, a a photo of, like, her and Zac Efron in a sex shop with, like, a fan being like, oh, take a picture with me right now. (laughs) I don't remember that. (laughs) But I remember the the leaking of, because that was a big deal at the time, and now it's happened to 5,000 celebrities. She really a celebrity? Uh, she sucks anyway. Yeah. So there you go. There's our consensus for all the folks. Uh, Kate, really appreciate you doing this. I love you so much, and I know that you know I have a shelf life, don't I? Stop telling people that I eat cotton candy ice cream because I've never eaten cotton candy ice cream in my life. And it's blue bubble gum, not bubble gum. Spoiler: That's blue. <laughs> So that's a, that's a lie. Big lie. No, it's not it's a, a lie. lie. You don't know your shit. Yeah, I don't. Ha- I don't have to know my shit because I eat normal ice cream flavors. 
Choco, vanilla, strawberry. How about some Neapolitan? Combine all three. Cookie dough. Fucking Rocky Road. If I had a million flavors. Reese Peanut Buttercup. Kit Kat. Um, I just, will go on record saying my favorite is cookies and cream. I just want to get that out there. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Yes. That's the best one. Um, so. I'll, I'll, I'll put it. I'll, I'll slot it nicely into my top five for you. How about that? All right. I appreciate that. Oh my god, I'm gonna eat so much ice cream after this. Can't wait. <laughs> What's next? <laughs> um, I have a note. Uh, if you had to give up one um, music or sports, what would you give up? Or also phone or music? Um. Uh. So I'll I'll address the second one first because it's less of a conundrum for me. I didn't get a cell phone till I was 19, and I didn't even really want one, but now I have one because I need it. I guess. Uh, I would give up my I would give up my phone and keep music. And this may surprise some people, but for my for my true OG friends, ripping, and they all love this podcast because they fucking rip too. This won't be a surprise. Now I'm a big sports nut. Big time sports nut. But sports has been torn away from me because of all this horse shit. Honestly, I would give up sports before I gave up music. I was in a band for six years. It was the best time of my life. I, 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 I'm getting by without sports. Music, that would be a real, real problem for me. So, yeah. All right. I um, will agree with you. I, I would give up sports ahead of music because... Well, first of all, I don't follow all sports as closely as you do. So it's less yeah. difficult for me because I still like most music. Um, yeah, but you have I a would, lot too. So. I would um, give up music over my phone, though. That's an outrageous like take. Phone. That's crazy. A lot. I need my. I love my phone. <laughs> you do, but you could talk to people still on the computer while listening to music. Like what, you're going to keep yeah, your but... phone to what? Play, play Tune Blast? And not have music. Well, no, I just, I need, I, I feel like Ryan on that episode of The Office, like in the later seasons, um, where, where they're at that uh, bar for trivia night, and um, <sighs> he, he he's on his phone, and they're like, no, like, you can't be on your phone for trivia night, and so he gave it away, and he's like, no, like, I, I need I need to be on my phone, like, I, I need it, and then he takes his phone and, and leaves trivia night because he, he won't give it up. I feel like okay. I could relate to that a little bit. Fair enough. You know what I just thought of really funny? Like when, it, like whenever we just uh, like are talking about stuff, stuff will flash into my mind that I've seen that's funny. On the on the neighbor thing, do you remember that one Family Guy episode where like everything's happening in reverse and uh, and like Lois is outside in one scene and Joe clearly left like a note on their garbage cans and it was and Lois reads it and it's like your garbage cans were a little close to our driveway this morning and then Lois goes over and for those who don't know Family Guy Joe is the cop in the show that's friends with the main character and he's in a wheelchair and so Lois goes over uh onto his back windshield of his police car and and writes crippled douche do remember that <laughs> that's so funny oh that's the way to handle a neighbor right there make fun of their life-altering disease how about that <laughs> well it's not really a disease is it no it wasn't he got shot in the legs a bunch of times so yeah it's rough <laughs> 
what an assessment. You'd make just the worst doctor, like just the worst <laughs> ER yeah, doctor. Walk, walk oh. into the room for to give the diagnosis, look at the clue forward, like flip the pages. It looks rough, guys. <laughs> I'm it not gonna lie. Really rough. <laughs> your your leg is actually like gone. Yeah. The the longer the inhale, the worse it is. Like it's not good. <laughs> they all died. Oh my god. They all die so while I'm inhaling because it takes that long. <laughs> Amazing. All right. What Anywho, else do we have? Um, we want to talk about um favorite board games. Yeah, because that's another thing we're doing in self-isolation. We're playing board games and shit. Now, I don't know that this really counts as a board game, but we played Cards Against Humanity last night, and it was a fucking great time. We were laughing real hard. It's, uh, I don't, like, does that really count as a board game? I'm I just going to count it. I will include card games as, like, board games. Just, that's, I, I would say that that is fine. Yeah, so obviously Cards Against Humanity would probably be number one up there. You gotta there. have the right, like, enough expansion packs, though. Otherwise, it gets old quick. Oh, we've got them. We've nice. got them. Very good. So it would probably lead off the pack for for me, number one. Yeah, it's number on my two. list. Number two's obviously uh, Yahtzee. Yeah. Obviously. Obviously, it's Yahtzee. And then, um, if I'm going to round out a top three here... Monopoly would probably have to be in the top three. No. Yeah. No No way is that anyone's top three board game. I'm into it. I don't even know how to play Monopoly. That's and play. or Risk. Okay, so you just like wasting an entire day in front of a board game to you. I don't know if you know this, but I'm trapped inside and <laughs> day drinking. And so that's what I, I do now. I understand. Travis still has to go to work, so um, I don't don't get to hang out with anyone all day. (laughs) (laughs) So, so I don't, I don't play games um, during the day. But my, okay, since Cards Against Humanity has already been, what are your favorite cards and Cards Against Humanity? Um, anything referencing Nazis or World War Two, anything racist. Or um, uh, any of the cards that say big black dick, a bigger blacker dick, the biggest blackest dick. Um, uh, I think that's all of them, actually. Uh, And then there are a ton of other good ones, too, that just are slipping my mind right now. But, yeah. I, (laughs) this might be surprising. I like all of the wholesome ones because I think they're funnier. Because it's harder to make, like, like only in the right context yeah it's hard it's hard to make more wholesome ones funny and the but if it's the right context and you do it that's more impressive than bigger blacker dick so like any anyone will laugh at that because that's always funny but if you can make a joke using bees that's better (laughs) that's true i had bees last night and and an, an example of that that i pulled off last night the the black card was um what is the most emo? And I had a card that just said hope and I won. <laughs> so you're right. Like that is, that is, it, it takes a true connoisseur. Yeah. Like take a shitty thing. card, like hope and, and yeah. score a card. Exactly. That's so that's where I always, I always try to do that. Um, and people 
I I always lose. No one thinks I'm funny, but I crack myself up every single game because I'm the funniest one in the circle, and they're all just jealous. Wow. <laughs> That's how what it goes. State. That's my feeling every time I play cards against humanity, and I lose because I know that it's okay. Every like, sure, any offensive card, it's funny, of course. But is it like you're not you're not being funny? You just had a good card, like like good job there, like whatever. But <laughs> that's why I feel I the same about stand-up comedians. Like anyone can make like a dick joke, and that's like ha, huh, like funny. But like if you can actually just make like a wholesome joke, like um, what's his face, uh. <laughs> John Mulaney, he's funny. He's, he's legit. He's he just makes real jokes, so I think that's just more impressive than I like than him any, than anything like that. So that is my opinion on humor. <laughs> Thank you. As a whole, for those wondering. So what about board <laughs> games? Um, <laughs> um, on that note, um, have you ever played Secret Hitler? <laughs> No. <laughs> and I and I think that someone should check on your house. What are you hiding in your basement? No, it's it's um you basically um so there's one person who's Hitler, two people who are in the fascist regime with him and then and then like three people depending on how many people are playing who are um like the good guys um I guess trying to figure out who Hitler is. Um, so it's, it's hard to explain uh, more than that, but basically the, like the fascists win if, um, you don't guess Hitler and, um, the other people win if you do guess Hitler. <laughs> so it's just all about lying and it's fun. <laughs> so that's essentially like that game secret werewolf, except that oh, here, heard that. <laughs> it's the same things. Two people okay. are werewolves, right? And like the other people are like vill villagers and shit. But here's the thing why, for me, Secret Hitler doesn't work. Everybody knew who Hitler was. He was the most recognizable yeah, fuckstick not... alive. <laughs> there was no Hitler. secret to who Hitler was. I don't know if you know, but he walked around with a douchey thing on his upper lip. There was no secret. Oh, you mean Charlie Chaplin? Okay, <laughs> wow. Conspiracy theory. Oh, snap. Um, also, Code Names is a fun game, if you've ever heard yes. of that. Yes. So that's where there's two teams, and there's um, you have to get the right squares on a board filled out, and there's um, like, so the person who is it on the team um, can only say one word describing the words on the board that they want their teammates to guess, and the teammates have to take that clue and try to guess it. So it really only works if you can, like, get the other players like, on your team. Um, if you if because otherwise it's just very difficult to uh, under as you just need to be on the same wavelength so that's fun trying to figure out how other people's brains work so. thank you for that well i'm just trying to explain the games man no that's great no those are good ones um also balderdash is fun yes balderdash is cool uh my girlfriend's family introduced me to this game called farkle where it's like a, it's like a dice game and you have to like roll certain combinations of dice to get like more points and it's just like you know the first one to 10,000 you can steal people's points it's a great game um 
I just noticed something as we as we get set to close the episode here. Unless you have anything that's just popped into your head that you want to spill tea about. Um, I'm noticing behind you a lot of fold-up chairs next to this big window. Like, where are you right now? Are you in a senior citizen's home? No, I'm what? in Travis's apartment. <laughs> There's just all these fold-up chairs, and it looks like the it's wall... Cut. It's because um, they host D&D, like, not anymore, like, for the time being, obviously. But they have people come over, so it's just those chairs are used for that, usually. Ah, because it kind of looked like the wall where everybody at the end of the night at the Senior Citizens Hall shoves all their chairs up against the wall after a cracking night of bridge. Well, I'm not allowed to visit Senior Center, so obviously I'm not there. That's true, and that's why I was concerned, and that's why I'm just checking right, up, but for, I should have known. Thank you for checking in. But I should have known. That, I, yeah, and I should have just known right out of the box that you rip, and, and you, you camp rock, obviously. And so, uh, pardon me for uh, treading in that direction with you. Whoopsie. That's, that's my bad, and that's the biggest thing about, about this podcast, is uh, the theme changes every week, and this week the theme is admitting when you're wrong, and I was wrong. That's the title. I was wrong. <laughs> it is the title. It is the title. I was wrong. But you know what's not wrong? Fucking supporting this show. Let's go global. <laughs> World Tour 2022 is still on the table. Okay? So support this show, dude. Like us on Facebook. Share this shit with people. We're on Twitter. Yes, send them. us send us more questions. That was that was a rip roaring time with people sending us a majority of the episode for us because that means we don't have to do work and I can keep day drinking. Uh, <laughs> at Sauce and Goss Pod on Twitter, we're on Apple Podcasts, we're on Spotify, Google Play. You can find us on Castbox, and you can email the show and send us in your ideas like our friends this week did at sauceandgoss at gmail .com. We love it. You love it. This show rips. We World Tour you. 2022. Dropping the L-bombs again. All our fans. We love you guys. Yeah, we love most of you because I'm going to leave I'm going to leave a concession of like 1 or 2% of people that might listen to this that are pieces of shits. And if one <laughs> if we've learned one thing about me on this show, it's that I hate pieces of shit. And, and there might be one or two small percentage points of the listener base that might be pieces of shit. But most of the people That's that fair. listen to the show and like the show, uh, uh, you rep. So how about that? 98% repage. That's pretty good. Perfect. <laughs> leave it at that. <laughs> let's, leave it, let's leave it at some of you are cool and some of you are not. And we just never, we'll never know for sure. Most of you are cool, a small percentage of you are not, and in 2022, when we go global, we will know, dude. We will know. And that's why this rips. We appreciate you listening to Sauce and Goss. I'm Ryan. I'm Fiona. You want me to out? <laughs> why is it always me now? <laughs> you lead the way right out the door. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye.